Welcome to the Growth Mindset Gal podcast with your host, me, Allie Brooke. I help the everyday woman grow her mindset and spirituality in her daily life in order to break comparison to the Instagram perfect lifestyle. Join me as we navigate the stress and anxiety of our daily routines and reclaim our power to cultivate our most authentic life. Let's start romanticizing the mundane together. Hi, guys, and welcome back to the Growth Mindset Gal podcast with your host, me, Allie Brooke. Happy Mindful Monday, my Growth Mindset gang. I hope you are having a fantastic start to your week. And even if you're not, that's all right. (laughs) Hopefully the week will improve and we just keep trying our darndest every single day. So thanks for tuning in. Thanks for listening. I'm so glad you're here. So happy that you're listening. I hope that I am joining you on, you know, your hot girl walks or you guys are doing some chores. I just literally finished. I just, (laughs) I just put on lotion heavily onto my hands because Nate and I, it's Sunday as I'm recording this and Nate and I just did like a hard Sunday reset of we cleaned everything like kitchen, living room, the bedrooms, the bathroom and vacuuming and wiping down a lot of Lysol wipes and my hands (laughs) are so dry right now. I had to like I was about to record and then I was like, there's no way I can record feeling my hands like they feel scaly. Nate literally told me that today that my my hands feel scaly. So I Oh my God, guys. <laughs> I'm dead right now. I was literally in the middle of recording. That's why there was this awkward pause. And it's a beautiful day in the state of New York on Long Island and so we have all the windows open and like my bedroom door just like flung open and I thought it was Nate coming in so I paused for a second waiting for him to come in and he did not so <laughs> it that literally scared like the daylights out of me I'm just like whoa anywho so sorry I feel like this episode's off to a very chaotic start but I'm like here for it so Nate and I did a Sunday reset um, so my hands were very dry. So I was doing chores today too. So if you're listening, you know, hopefully I'm joining you again, you know, doing your chores, maybe driving to work or leaving work on your commute during a workout, just sitting, kind of hanging out, doing the dishes, what have you. I'm glad to just join you on your regularly scheduled program, your, you know, mundane routines, because you know, that's what really shapes us is our mundane everyday routine and habits truly shapes the mindset that we have in the person and the life that we're cultivating on a regular basis. (laughs) So anyways, as I was saying, thank you so much for tuning in. Please rate, subscribe and review on Apple Podcasts if you haven't done so already and follow me on Spotify. If you could, it would mean the world to me if you leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. That way more and more people can join the Growth Mindset Gang. So if you have the time, please, I would really appreciate it if you leave a five-star review. And keep tagging me in your stories if you enjoy an episode. Share them with friends. Keep DMing me and commenting on posts and letting me know how the episodes have impacted you. And I'm glad that they have. And today, I'm just hopping on. It's a beautiful Sunday. And this is just going to be me and the mic as of late and today i want to talk to you guys about being present because that's definitely a practice i've been trying to ingrain in my daily routines so that's the topic that we're going to be discussing today i'm also letting you guys know i'm holding myself accountable i know last 
week's episode, I talked about how I kind of fell off the the grind of creating the free mindset workbook um that i've been divulging into i've been working on it and after i stop recording this episode i'm going to go into it some more so definitely stay tuned for that freebie that's going to be coming out in april i'm going to be going all in during spring break for that as well and i have been a little bit lackadaisy on content creation with the past like week or so the marking period ended so my brain was just very in like teacher school mode get all the grades in put them in for report cards and stuff like that so i definitely know i've been a little slow with content (laughs) and i apologize thank you for your patience um but now that you know it's already marking period four can't even believe it so now that we're in a new marking period i can definitely manage my time more for creating awesome content for you guys. So let's dive into today's episode. Hey, Growth Mindset Gang. Have you ever been super overwhelmed, anxious, or stressed in your life due to maybe your job, your relationships, your friendships, your family, and you have all this inner turmoil and it can seem like there is no way out? I felt that way. I remember when I was on the train to work one day and I had this super influx of anxiety and I didn't even know where it was coming from. And I would talk to my friends and family and significant others about it, but I needed something more. I needed to talk to a professional. And so I started going to therapy because I realized I shouldn't live like this and neither should you. So today's sponsor is brought to you by BetterHelp which is here to help you. BetterHelp offers licensed therapists who are trained to listen and help you. Talk to your therapist in a private online environment at your convenience. There is a broad range of expertise in BetterHelp's 20,000 plus therapist network that gives you the access to the help that may not be available in your area. You just need to fill out a questionnaire to help assess your specific needs, and then you get matched with a therapist in under 48 hours. That is two days, you guys. Then you schedule a secure video and phone sessions. Plus you can exchange unlimited messages and everything you share is completely confidential. I actually used BetterHelp when I started my therapy journey. It was one of the first options I looked at because I felt like I was so busy all the time. When would I have time to go to find a therapist and then go to therapy? And I remember I took a very simple questionnaire and they matched me with a therapist. She was super helpful and useful. And I was able to text her whenever I was feeling anxious. And I was like, this is amazing. Right? And I know therapy can be a little intimidating at first and it kind of feels like dating and you kind of go through the different aspects and motions of it. But with BetterHelp, if you're not feeling the therapist that they gave you, they will switch it up and find someone better for you. So it takes the stress from you with finding a therapist that works. And you can request a new therapist at no additional charge at any time. So join the 2 million plus people who have taken charge of their mental health with an experienced BetterHelp therapist. And let me tell you, from my own experience with therapy, it is so amazing to talk to a professional about your anxiety and have them kind of go through specific scenarios and conversations with you so you don't feel alone. And they give you helpful tools in order to take on and combat your overwhelm, your anxiety, and your stress. Because you guys know, 
we shouldn't be living like this and we shouldn't be living stuck in our own heads and we should enjoy life. And talking to a professional can definitely help with us to switch our perspective and grow our mindset. You can get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash the growth mindset gal. That's betterhelp.com slash the growth mindset gal. That link is going to be in my show notes. And if you're interested in therapy, this would be a beautiful, wonderful first step to see if this can work for you. And I hope you guys enjoy these services that it provides. And I hope that it helps you in your mindset journey. Being present, guys. Wow. This has definitely been quite the experience of mine because a lot of the anxiety that I deal with on a daily basis is heavily not living in the present. Like always constantly worry about the future that hasn't even unfolded yet. And that's just my own coping and defense mechanism of not wanting to get failure thrown at me and kind of be prepared for anything. I remember one of the big things when I first started therapy back in 2020, one of the biggest things Nicole and I, my therapist discussed was anxiety is deep rooted in worrying about the future or worrying about the past and true bliss, if you will, is living in the present and not worrying about what tomorrow is going to look like and not being so sucked into what already happened to think that's going to predetermine your future and not always having a plan for every single moment and it's okay to be surprised by things it's okay to be unprepared because with me specifically i know a lot of you Um, also have this going on is we have anxiety because we don't want to be broadsided with unwarranted surprises like we want to be prepared for worst case scenario so if and when worst case scenario happens we are ready for it we like being prepared and that's all well and good like to be prepared for things like let's not throw that out the window here people but when it's consuming your everyday thoughts and it's worrying about a future that literally hasn't even unfolded yet in the slightest when especially when you go to worst case scenario you're really taking away from what you can control and i remember reading the power of now by eckhart tolle over the summer and i'll put that in the show notes it's a wonderful book it's literally about being present <laughs> and in the power of now i remember eckhart tolle talks about we need to make sure and i'm really summarizing this <laughs> we need to make sure that we're living in the presence because that's all we have the present is what we have the past already happened right we cannot change the past no matter how much we want to and we can't completely determine the future. We can't plan for everything that life's going to throw at us. And we love control, right? Especially us with people with anxiety, like we thrive on this illusion of control. But actually, we do have a little bit of control in the present moment. And when you're present, and you're not worrying about what already happened or what's going to happen, right? You 
are able to focus on what's going on right now and what can I control and improve or work on in the moment. Because our future is built in the now. So if we're constantly worrying about our future, we're not paying attention to our now. And that's what's actually affecting our future in the long run. So I've been working on staying present. And if you've noticed a lot on the weekends on my social media, on my Instagram at the Growth Mindset Gal, is on the weekends, I really don't post much. And I do that for a reason, where on the weekends, I want to just be in my body, in my mind, in my soul, and being with my true self and not having to be in like teacher mode and be on, you know what I'm saying? So the thing I've been trying to do to stay present, especially on the weekends, is waking up and not really going on my phone. Granted, I might here and there, but not going on my phone and getting up, making some coffee, grabbing my book and reading for either maybe 30 minutes or reading to up to 20 pages, depending on like how I'm feeling. And then, you know, if I want to some mornings, I'll journal for 10 minutes. And then I have like a whole full hour of me just being present with myself and enjoying myself. And maybe after I journal, maybe I'll watch an episode, I'll make some breakfast and I'll watch an episode, you know, like Abbott Elementary on Hulu. (laughs) Just to, again, be present and be with myself and not worry. And the reason it's coming up about being more present is because my mind has been so enthralled in the job hunt and finding a job um, as we're looking to move upstate this summer. So my mentality has been heavily deep rooted in the future future is Nate and I moving upstate. What do we need to do? We need to find a place, which we basically already done. And then the last piece of the puzzle is me finding a job. So I'm constantly just in future mode, future mode, future mode, which makes sense because when you're planning something big like that, of course, yes, you're thinking of the future. There's nothing wrong with that. But it's been like consuming everything. So like the first thought I get when I wake up in the morning, like getting ready for work, it's 520, it's dark. I wake up and I just get this big like pit downfall feeling in my stomach while I'm getting ready for work is because I just have this overarching cloud, it feels like, of anxiety because I'm so focused on the future of finding a job. And that's what's completely taking over my thoughts and my mindset. And I'm doing everything I can. You know, I'm going on Olas every single day. I'm going on Indeed. Um, I'm answering emails to people that want to interview me and just like waiting to hear back. Um, I'm on the job search every day. Like I have my resume updated. Like I did all the right things. So I prepared for the job search. I did all the steps. So now I'm just in that waiting period of waiting to hear back for actual interviews or if I've been contacted for an interview waiting to hear back on times that work. And so it's been a little frustrating of a process because I've been applying and then hearing back from people about an interview, but then, you know, not scheduling an interview. There's just been a lot of things. So my brain has been heavily just in future mode. So now that spring's starting to happen, which I'm so happy about, I'm working on getting out of that future mode where I can only focus on what I can only control. What can I control? Well, 
I controlled updating my resume so it's up to date. I apply to new jobs every time I see it on Olas or Indeed. I reply back quickly to emails of people interested in setting up an interview. That's what I can control. I can't control if they're going to reach out for an interview. I can't control if they're going to answer me back for an interview time. That's completely out of my control. And that's in the future and that's up to them. When you live in the present, you then have that little bit of control of what can I do in this moment to create the life that I want to live. And so on the weekends, I've been off my phone for the most part. I've been doing self-care things that work for me, such as reading, working out, journaling, things like that. You know, especially today was beautiful going outside. And I have to keep reminding myself to stay in the moment. That's the thing too, where everyone's like, oh, just be present, it's great. But it's you reminding yourself when you feel yourself fluttering away from the present to reel yourself back in right? Like I always talk about the importance of that inner dialogue. Hey, right now I'm recording a podcast. I am in the moment with you guys. And that's what I'm thinking about. And if my mind starts to flutter away into the future, bring it back in. I would say, no, you know what? You only focus on what you can control. That's what I tell myself. Whenever I flutter away into anxiety, I go, Allie, focus on what you can control right now. What can you do? And that's what keeps me grounded. Doing activities that give you very passive vibes actually keeps you more present in in the now. I remember, I forget where I was reading it or I saw it on Instagram, I saw it somewhere, but it was like passive habits um, encourage a better mindset and encourages you, know, you staying in the present. We're more active activities like keep you like you know not in the parasympathetic keeps you kind of still in that survival mode and things like that because your brain is constantly like focusing on something where when you do more passive activities it puts you in that past uh, parasympathetic nervous system where it calms you down and keeps you present so for example passive things are like reading right? You're sitting down, you're relaxing, but your brain is keeping you in the moment because you're in whatever book that you're reading. Drawing keeps you in the moment. That's passive and relaxing. Or painting, right? Journaling keeps you in the moment. It's passive, okay? Um, Even doing like low-intensity workouts like yoga, Pilates, going for a walk, riding your bike, that does give you a little bit more active, but it still keeps you calm it keeps you in the moment like when you're working out that's what you're thinking about is you working out you're not really thinking about anything else that's surrounding you so really sitting down with yourself and thinking what hobbies or what routines can i do on a daily basis that's going to help keep me in the present and in the now and try and keep away from doing things on a daily basis at least that put you in that survival fight or flight of worrying about the future or dreading the past. Like for example, what could keep you dreading the past is scrolling on social media of people that like you don't talk to anymore. That keeps you in the past. What can make you worried about the future? The same thing is scrolling endlessly, you know, for hours on social media. 
and then you kind of getting into your spiraling thoughts and things like that and doing worst case scenarios where everyone's like, I don't like sitting with my thoughts, right? Because when we slow down and do more passive activities, we're like, but I hate being alone with my thoughts. How am I supposed to stay present if I can't even stand my own thoughts? It's because you're just sitting there. (laughs) And if you're just sitting there idle, that's when those thoughts are gonna creep in. And that's when all of a sudden you start overthinking and you start going down the spiral. You need to create habits that are passive and relaxing and keep you present, but then also you don't get caught in the anxiety spiral just being alone with your thoughts, right? Meditation's a good thing to do, right? So what you need to figure out is what works for you. Maybe after work, you like to go to the gym. That's what I do. You go to the gym and you work out for an hour. That keeps you, it relieves stress, right? And it keeps you in the moment. What I do on my way home from work and also to work, because you know I take the train, what do I do? I read a book. I love reading on the train. It keeps me present. I can decompress from the workday. Maybe if you're driving to work, you can listen to a podcast. You can listen to an audiobook that keeps you in the moment because you're passively doing something, but your brain is still active, right? So you're actively listening to an audiobook or a podcast. You're actively reading if you're, you know, on the train like I am, right? Maybe before you even get to work you journal in the morning or maybe it's more that's more of a weekend thing you get up and you drink some water you sit either in your bedroom or your living room and you journal for 10 to 20 minutes or maybe you like to clean people a man let me just tell you i just like i said i just cleaned my apartment and guess what i was completely present it was doing something passive right cleaning but it's not too active where you get into that fight or flight mode. And so cleaning up your space is a wonderful activity to do to keep you present, right? And then also when you have a clean and clear space, you have a clean and clear mind, right? We've talked about that before. So even just doing your daily chores can be something that keeps you present. Engaging with your friends, but on like, low term so meaning like going out to dinner that's nice and relaxing it's passive right you're just sitting down having a good meal with your friend and catching up or maybe going to brunch it's not like a high stakes activity or maybe you guys are you know going out and stuff like that that's a different story that doesn't that may keep you (laughs) in the present but that's a completely different ball game but or FaceTiming your friend or calling them on the phone. Don't text, call them, have a nice conversation with them. So then you both are present at the same time, engaging in a beautiful conversation. Spend, it's doing the same thing, but spending time with family. Now that's getting nicer out, go outside, keep going on your hot girl walks, go on hikes. If you can, if you live near water, go by the water. Bring a book, man. Woo! Bring a book and go by the water. Bring a little snack, right? doing things in your everyday life that help you stay present, stay in the moment. Because when you drift out of the right now of what you can control, right? 
then that's where we get into the burnout. That's where we get into the exhaustion and the fight or flight and survival mode. And we get that, you know, decision fatigue and brain fog and low energy because we are not living in the present. We're constantly grinding towards the future, right? On the weekends, maybe one weekend is a relaxing weekend, but another weekend you do some fun things that keep you present. Like this past weekend, um, last night, Nate and I, we went into the city and we saw Masego. We love Masego. Um, our couple song is Lady Lady by Masego. It's a great song. And he sang it live. And just like be, it was so I love going to concerts, by the way. So if you have a chance to go to concerts, again, that's passive. It's fun. You're standing there and you're listening to music, having a good time. And so I was present. Like Nate and I were standing and we're listening to Masego sing our couple song. And just being in the moment was that pure bliss. I wasn't worried about anything else. I wasn't worried about work. I wasn't worried about finding a job. I was just enjoying the moment being with my significant other, listening to the person that sings our our song. Okay? You need to try your best. And I know it's hard. You're not going to just do this tomorrow and be like, oh, I'm going to be present today. Like it's a, That's not reality, right? But it's like the small, tiny things. So tomorrow, maybe on your way to work instead of just listening to the radio maybe listen to something that will keep you engaged such as a podcast or an audiobook right maybe while you're at work you can find ways to stay present and not think about the worries in future taking some deep breaths from time to time to kind of ground yourself at work Maybe when it's your lunchtime, instead of sitting in the staff room, going for a walk, instead of sitting in your car, sit outside and just be in the moment. What are you doing after work? What's your routine? And perhaps maybe, and I want to work on this too, instead of being on my phone before I go to bed, maybe reading a book and, you know, passively enjoying being in the moment and being present. And another thing to really work on is not being so heavily reliant on technology. Our no, listen, I know our phones are our best friends. I love my phone. It's literally right next to me <laughs> as I'm recording this podcast. But I try my best on the weekends not to be on my phone. So I'm not saying you have to like be off your phone like for the whole entire week. Maybe start doing it just on the weekends where like you are not engaging so much on your phone, but you're engaging in the present in real life with your friends with your family just with yourself don't go on social media don't be checking emails whatever just be in the moment let go of the worry let go of the the dread of what already happened because it already happened you can't even change it so why, why are we why are we mulling over it the future yeah we can plan for it but we can't really the present though man we got it all. We got it all in the present. Everything we need is right now. Everything. And I know we love our phones. I know we love technology. I know we love TikTok and Instagram. I know we love it. And that's okay. 
but you also have to be mindful of what it's doing to your perception and motivation of your life. So be more intentional when you go on your phone and be like, you know what, I'm going to go on my phone. I'm going to go on it for 20 minutes just to catch up on emails if I need to, or I'm going to be on my phone for 20 minutes just to scroll. I need a 20 minute break. I'm just going to scroll. And then after 20 minutes, I got to go back to whatever that I'm doing. Because when we're on our phones, we're not present. We're not. We're not present. We get sucked into another reality when we go on those phones. And, you know, I'm not perfect. I do it. But that's how I know what it does to you because I do it. And the dopamine hit that we get from technology, it sucks us away from the right now, from ourselves, from everything that we need. You're not present when you're scrolling through TikTok for three hours. And then listen, I'm speaking from experience. I've done it. (laughs) But doing activities that keep you here will do everything for you. Even when like, you know, when you're making dinner, be present, you're making dinner, put on some music, enjoy cooking, be in the moment of making a meal. Be here, be with yourself, be with us. Because I love you to death, but no matter how much you prepare, it's never going to be perfect. Something's going to happen. Something's not going to work out. So why are you going to waste your time worrying about it? I know it's hard. I know we love, I know we love, love, love to plan. And it's okay to plan to an extent. But you also have to plan and accept. So plan what you want but accept that it won't work out exactly the way that you thought it would be present with your loved ones you're going out to dinner put that phone away everyone put it in the center be present okay you're going on a date with a significant other phones away nope no phones be present be engaging talk enjoy If you're with yourself, you want to be present, journal, meditate, read, listen to music, clean, do nice, calming, passive activities, draw, paint, even create. It's okay to use a little bit of technology if you're creating things like you're creating content like after this i'm going to go on canva and i'm going to be working on some content i'm going to be present this is what i'm working on right now this is what i'm doing i'm creating content you're the most creative when you're present how can you get in touch with your creative side if you're constantly worrying about what hasn't even happened yet your best things come out of the present your best ideas for anything, creativity, business, love, life. Everything is created in the now because that's all we have. Because guess what? The future is going to eventually be our now. And the past was already our now. So relax, take a deep breath in. All the way down to the belly, out. Worry about 
what you can work on in the now. Think about that. Don't even worry. Think about, be intentional, what you can do right now. How can you, you, how could you improve yourself in the moment? How could you enjoy yourself in the moment? And leave the past in the past. And leave the future where it is, because we're eventually going to meet it. And stay focused on the now. Growth Mindset Gang, I have an amazing offer to share with you. I have recently created a mindset coaching program. Now, if you're listening and you struggle with imposter syndrome, people pleasing, overthinking, needing external validation, low self-esteem, indecisiveness, perfectionism, fear of failure, or lack of confidence, this coaching program can be aligned and serve you. With this coaching program, you would sign up with me for three months to receive one-on-one coaching via Zoom. We would meet either weekly or bi-weekly for 45 minutes to about an hour and really get clear on your mindset journey and what's the woman or who's the woman you want to become. Along with the weekly or bi-weekly Zoom calls with me, you would have a daily accountability messaging with me via Slack. So I do my daily check-ins with you and see how you're doing with your progress in between our sessions. You will also have access to the resource library that I will create where I will give you journal prompts. I will give you weekly self-reflection templates. I'll give you even book recommendations or we do a little mini book club together with a self-development book. Also, I'm going to be creating a Facebook group to also grow a community in this mindset coaching program. And if this feels aligned with you, you can also receive a huge investment discount if you are the first three to sign up with the three-month coaching program. If you are interested in this coaching program, you feel aligned, or you just want to talk to me and test it out and see if it works for you, you can click the link in my show notes to fill out a Google form to share with me what you want to work on and who's the woman that you want to become. How do you want to grow your mindset and fulfill and improve your mindset journey? And I will contact you. We hop on a discovery call for an hour and we talk about what are you struggling with right now? right? Where do you want to see yourself in three months? And I create a unique program just for you. And I'm here to be your coach, your supporter, and help you in your journey. So if this sounds amazing with you, or you just want to see and test it out, fill out that form. And when you fill it out, I'll contact you right away and help create a wonderful program to create your most authentic self. Okay, guys, I hope you enjoyed this episode. Make sure to leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and also rate and subscribe. Follow me on Spotify. Follow me on Instagram at The Growth Mindset Gal. Tag me in your stories if you enjoyed this episode. Share this with a friend who needs it. And remember, grow your mindset and look how far you'll go. I'll talk to you guys next week. Bye. Audio Podcast Network.